0: Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. I want to talk about uh, the reward, the rewards, or um, the great rewarder uh, who is Our Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus talks about three things, first 18 verses. He starts off by saying that make sure that when you give, make sure that when you give, you give in private and verse 4 says this, give your gift in private and your Father who sees everything will reward you. Say, will reward you. Okay next thing he begins to talk about prayer and fasting so next thing he talks about verse 5 and when you pray don't be like hypocrites so forth so on don't don't do it in public to be rewarded in public because that's your reward if you do for for that reason but in verse 6 is this and pray to your father in private that your father who sees everything will reward you say reward you All right and then Jesus begins to talk about fasting and he says this that when you fast don't fast in a way that you make yourself you present yourself to others that you're fasting That you have a sad face that you don't shower, don't, I'm just translating this into the 20th century. You know, you, you look like you just climbed out of the cave and, and uh, you don't comb your hair. You don't uh, put gel in your hair and you look, you, 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 you show into the world that you're fasting. Jesus says, if you do that, that is your reward. The recognition of man is your reward and that's it. He says, but if you do it before the Lord in private, verse 18 says this and your uh, father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees everything again what will reward you today i want to i want to talk about a god who rewards or the great rewarder because oftentimes uh, oftentimes, even from the pulpit, and, and I've done that myself, uh, you know, we, we say, you know, don't, don't expect anything from God. Just do it just for the Lord and, 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 uh, and, and uh, just don't, 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 don't expect anything back. In a sense, don't respect any reward. Don't expect uh, to be rewarded for what you do for the Lord. Uh, and, and it's just all for the Lord. But that is not scriptural. That is absolutely not scriptural and if we go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 and that's going to be a foundation verse for for us today. It says this, but without faith and all of you know this verse you probably learned it in, in, in uh, kids' zone, but without faith it is impossible to please God. <clears throat> now look at the prerequisites that the writer of Hebrews says how we need to come to God. Okay and he says this, he who comes to God must believe that he is say he is second thing he says that he that God is holy right no read your bible (laughs) that God is righteous you must believe that God is righteous no That God is just even though he is but that's not what he says and there's this interesting choice of words the writer of Hebrew says first he, he must believe that God, he, that, that God is, I mean, I mean that God is God, obviously, you know, that's when you come to God you have to believe that He's God, makes sense. And then he goes on saying that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Like okay, out of all the attributes of God, you had to choose the God who rewards. God that rewards those that go after Him. God that rewards those that pray to him. God rewards those that seek him and seeking God can be done in multiple different ways and when I was reading that it it caught me off guard because you know I I thought that maybe uh, I I think we believe that the apostle Paul was the uh, was the writers of Hebrew that maybe he would choose some other attribute of God that I thought would be more important like his he's God of justice, that he's God of love, that he's God of holiness. I mean all of these attributes are so big and stocked so much in the Bible and uh, when Moses approached God he said uh, uh, God said take off your uh, your shoes because the, the the place that you stand in is holy and God introduced himself as a holy God many times. He introduced himself as a just God. He's introduced a God of love a lot especially in the New Testament and it's like why did the writer of Hebrew choose to assign this attribute to God as the rewarder, and then as I begin to study the Bible and I begin to read, and I see throughout all the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, that God wanted to make sure that people that come to Him, they understand that He is a rewarder. He comes to Abraham, who is our, who is our father of faith. We are the children of Abraham. We are the seed of Abraham. Bible says right and he comes he calls out Abraham and he says Abraham follow me and he says that Abraham I am your exceedingly great reward when he asked Abraham to trust him and to follow him he wanted to make sure that Abraham understood listen you don't follow me for nothing I will reward you for your faithfulness. I will reward you for you following me. I will reward you for going after me. And then there's so many scriptures in the Bible, so many stories in the Bible that, 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 that portray God as a rewarder and then we just go, let's go straight to Revelation. God says that I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. All throughout the Bible from Genesis to Revelation God is concerned of one thing to make sure that you see Him as a rewarder. Think about it. He wants to make sure that you see as a rewarder. Jesus, when He was on this earth and He was teaching and preaching, almost every parable had to do with some sort of reward. Parable of talents, we see that that was a reward for those that were faithful. Parable of sower, that was a reward. Parable of good stewardship, when, bible, uh, when jesus said that the master left and uh, and and put his servant to give out a portion of food and, and take care of the house care, uh, to give a, a portion of food to the servants and, and take care of the house <clears throat> he said if the service, uh, servant is faithful and does what he is supposed to do there is a reward and everywhere throughout the bible <clears throat> God was concerned Jesus reiterated many times all throughout new testament God says believe that I am God and that I reward and so as, as I begin to kind of ask myself what is God so concerned about us seeing him as a rewarder? I think it's about image. I remember I've uh this is one time that <clears throat> got into this interesting situation where people accused uh, me of doing things of certain things they were not good things and and uh, those things were those things were lies those things were not done and um, we tried to fight them and prove them that they say this wasn't done this is then and uh, you know at the end of the day insurance got involved and insurance said listen if we're gonna cover your litigations uh, listen we have to choose between settling or going to court but if you choose not to settle then you gonna have to pay your expenses and I said well you know, what does that mean? He says, well, you're just going to have to settle. That means sort of accept that, hey, this was done, but not done type of a thing, like in this gray line. And that made me feel so awful. The fact that, you know, when you knew you didn't do it, you know, you know that you did right, you stood right, you did right by you. And then people accusing you of doing wrong. And then it's the image that is portrayed. It, feel, it makes you feel ugly and disgusting. It makes you feel like you're robbed of something right? I'm sure you've probably experienced it where people lied against you. People said you took something, you didn't. People accused you of something and that that label of, of a thief, of a, th- of, a, of, a, of a taker, that label of 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 a liar, of of this or that and and when it's not you it makes you feel like you were done wrong. You're not justified, right? And God wanted to make sure To set the record straight that I am not the God that just takes. Because if you look at every other religion and any other nation and people that serve God, they're gods. All their gods, all they do is take. They take their time. They take their energy. They take their commitment. They take their devotion. They take their money. They take their sacrifice. And they take, take take, take and at the end of the day they leave him broke, they leave him spiritually bankrupt, they leave him emotionally bankrupt, all they do is take, God says I am different, I am different, I'm not like other gods, if you follow me Abraham remember I am exceedingly great reward If you do anything for me, I do not take, I'm not a taker. I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want that image to be placed in your mind about me that if you follow me, if you serve me with the good intentions, with integrity, if you follow me that at the end of the day you will end up with nothing because I'm not that kind of a God. If you love me, I will reward you. If you serve me, I will reward you. If you go through persecutions and trials and I have the scriptures, all, all of those uh, scriptures in, in, uh, and I'm going to get there in a second. God says, when you come after me, I will reward you. Jesus comes to the disciples, uh, sorry, disciples come to Jesus and I assume probably it was Peter because people, uh, Peter had big mouth and he says, Jesus, look, let's be straight. We followed you forsook our businesses, our families, everything. Look, what do we get in return? You know, and I would think in the religious mindset that I grew up, Jesus would come and rebuke Peter. Peter, you are carnal and earthly-minded man. How long shall I bear with you? Peter, all you think is about some selfish gains. Peter really it's all about heaven okay we're trying to do spiritual things here and you are talking about reward Peter come on you've been with me for some time can't you get it now but to my surprise Jesus Jesus yes comes and says Peter I didn't say Peter he tells his disciples Peter included said the fact that you've given things up for me and followed me He said in this life you will have more. Let's translate to today's language. More houses, more cars, more family, more friends, more uh, finances, more of everything. Everything that you sacrifice in my sake I will in this life give you back. I will reward you but most importantly there. That's what Jesus encouraged. Also he said listen use this earth these earthly treasures to store up treasure in heaven because everything that we do for God in the name of God everything that we sacrifice whether it's prayer whether it's fasting whether it's giving whether it's walking in integrity whether it's obeying God's laws whether it's uh, going through persecutions and trials there is reward God says I will reward you here and most importantly there. God wants to make sure that in your mind you see Him correctly. He wants to make sure that you see Him not like everybody else and like every other God. He wants to make sure that you understand that He is not a taker. He is not a thief. He, that he did not come to steal. He came to give life and life with more abundance. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody today? There's the story that this couple shared, Lisa and her husband, they were in oil business and they were doing okay and then after some years of success, their business started going down and pretty much went bankrupt. They laid off uh, most of their employees, uh, actually they did go bankrupt <clears throat> and one day flipping through uh, channels, they saw a program by Joel ministry and they decided to start going to their church but they lived in outside outside of the state of Texas they live somewhere up north and so they decided to buy the cheapest tickets possible and every Sunday they fly from Mississippi to Houston Texas to be at church now that's a sacrifice some of us having hard time coming 10 minutes uh, to church okay and you think that wow what a waste. Was there no church in Mississippi, right? What a waste but that's something that God put on their heart and they were faithful and years went by. Now a particular time God gave them idea when they were in that service at Joel's church when they were sitting at the uh, at the service, Holy Spirit came upon them and gave them an idea to drill a specific place and they went and did that. They drilled in that place and they found or they uh, whatever they do the discoveries first they did the discover those those discoveries they're surveying and they found there's a lot of oil there they begin to dig and their business picked up and now they're multi multi-millionaires they're flying still till this day 10 years later to Jalveston church but on a private jet this time okay God rewards faithfulness God rewards diligent seeking. God rewards commitment. God rewards when we commit our ways to the Lord. Today this uh, second service we're gonna have a prayer line, a monthly prayer line at the end of the service and there's people that are coming from different states. People coming even outside of the country to receive prayer and after times I wondered after doing that how many years now since 2013, 14, 12 for seven eight years now every single month we're praying and we see people come from outside and then sometimes i would wonder these people that come from outside I remember this gentleman that that took a great hound from from new york or from that place far far east and took him 32 hours to get here to come for three minute prayer line that's all he was going to be prayed for and you would think like what a what a waste right just to get your hand laid and some guys to scream out at you and it's and that's it and then he received the deliverance right there and then he went back home his life changed he got his marriage back he got his business back and and his life absolutely changed because God he rewards those that diligently seek him and then sometimes i see us at church that can have to drive five ten minutes to somewhere you can just literally walk from the church because you live by you come to a prayer line and we pray and nothing happens and you are like wonder like well what's what's the difference God what's the difference is because sometimes we just don't treasure don't value the things that God is doing here we don't value and treasure the men of God that God's placed in this house and we have to be careful that we don't get familiar with God have to be careful that we don't get familiar with his anointing. We have to be careful that we don't get familiar with the things of God but we're always fascinated, always hungry and we're always seeking after God because when we truly see God, God says I will reward you. This fast, this fast that we just finished uh some of our pastoral staff uh and some of the team members here We're continuing our fast for three more weeks seeking the Lord and just just praying and asking God for him to to reveal himself in a greater measure to us. Uh, I pray that uh, I ask you that you continue to pray for our staff and for uh, for our pastoral, some of our pastoral team that continue to pray and fast because we're not at this point we're not praying and fasting just 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 for ourselves we're praying and fasting for you. We're praying fasting for the church when God opens the door, when God, His anointing will come, you will be the beneficiary and benefactor of this grace. And so I, 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 I challenge you and I ask you that for next three weeks so you're going to continue, that God will give us strength. And that, God will, that, and that God will encounter us in a different way. Because when God will encounter us in a different way, He will encounter you in a different way. The Bible says, strike the shepherd and sheep scatters. But if you bless the shepherd, sheep will be blessed too. Amen but as we're finishing this fast, God wanted me to remind you that you didn't do it in vain, that God will reward you, you will see the reward and some of them already hear the testimonies that people are receiving, that people are having because this this, this three weeks that are dedicated to see God and fast. God said that if you pray you fast and you give as you do it before the Lord, as you do it unto the Lord, there is a reward. There is a reward. There are going to be, there will be a reward for us as a church. We will enter into a new facility this year that God has prepared for us. We will see greater measure of grace in supernatural. We will see instant miracles. We will see instant deliverances. We will see eyes being opened instantly. God says I reward those that diligently seek me. I want to encourage you and I want to, I want you to have faith and expectation That God honors those that honor Him. That God rewards those that diligently seek Him. See, if you have a right perspective of God, this is where it comes down to. If you have a right perspective of God, you have the right expectations of God. Some of you should be writing that down. If you have right perspective of God, you will have right expectation from God. (laughs) If you see God that constantly takes... If you see God that constantly demands things from you, come serve, come volunteer, come worship, come give, come do this, come do that, that. And all you do is give, 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 give. You will get exhausted at some point in time. You will grow discouraged. That's why there's so many scriptures and I have, I have many of them written out. I just don't have time for it uh, to to go through all of them. You can go home and research them. That's why uh, many times in the Bible we see, you know, don't grow weary in doing good because the reward is coming. There's this kind of encouragement and scriptures and stories where that when you work for the Lord in the kingdom of God, it's not a free employment. There is a reward. Now listen, it is important to do with the right motives. Yes. It is important to do with the right heart and we just read from Matthew chapter 6. He says if you do it for people to accept you, for people to recognize you, you got your reward. That's it. That's the only reward that you will get but if you do it as before the Lord you will get the reward. I mean I'm talking about God says if you accept the prophet and the words he speaks in the name of the Lord you will get prophet's reward. I mean come on that's easy. He he goes as further says if you accept somebody as righteous meaning your brother and sister in christ you get a reward for that i mean can't get any easier did you get you know if god had a reward point system card that's as as easy as as it gets now you get american express or capital one or whatever you get that 1.5 percent in rewards or or one percent or two percent in uh if you're lucky enough and your credit score is at 800 you get you know uh, two percent rewards we're talking about much higher interest rates here God says that if you give to the widow, you lend unto the Lord and he will never be in debt to nobody. God rewards and sees everything you do for him. I want to encourage you for this year 2021 to have right sight of God, right understanding of God which will create a proper expectation and expectation is a breeding ground for miracle. You will see how God begin to bless because if you see God, see the danger of having the wrong perspective of God. Jesus clearly illustrated that in a parables of talents. First two that brought him, uh, multiplied their talents and they brought him and they said, hey master listen, this is what you gave us. We worked on it. We multiplied it. Here's what we worked for, uh, what we made for you and he said good and faithful servant and he rewards them even more and there comes this one and he says listen I know you take where you're not supposed to take, you sow where you, where you reap where you did not sow, listen to the kind of mindset he had of his master, that he's a taker, all he does is take and he called them wicked and lazy. I want us to be careful that we don't fall into that category in a certain portion or particular area of our life. That we view God as he takes. We do home groups and uh, we give ourselves to people. We serve, we love. And, and, and oftentimes if we see that as this service to God, as this obligation and that's all there is to it, we will grow weary in doing good. And we will get burnt out we'll get exhausted and all of that but God says if you will know that you're not just doing it for them you do it for me and you have a right sight of me right expectation for me right right mindset about me I will reward in this life and that is that the life that to, uh, there is to come we must see and understand who God is that he is a rewarder and he will <coughs> reward those that seek Him, those that work for Him, those that give their life to Him uh, in Jesus name. Amen. Let me just kind of go through uh, quickly a few few things that are found in the Bible and that's not an exhaustive list. There's more. God will reward you for going through trials. James chapter 1 verses 12. Blesses the man who who steadfast under trial God rewards if you go through persecution for His name's sake in Revelation chapter two verses ten. That you will be rewarded. God will reward you for keeping His commandments. And I missed what what's the scripture here, but it says, "Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison. That you meet, uh, no, that's not the wrong scripture. That's for the trials and persecutions." God will reward you for your love and work towards people. In Hebrews chapter 6 verses 10. For God is not just so as to overlook your work and love that you have shown in his name. Not towards the Lord, but towards people. God will reward when you love people. God will reward when you meet with them for coffee and you encourage them. You build build them up. God will reward you for helping them restore to restore their marriage. God will reward you for helping them to to break certain addictions. God will reward you for uh helping somebody to cover their gas because they're short and they don't have uh they don't have money. God will reward you for being there just loving on people and supporting them and doing the work in God's name. God rewards those that Delight in the Lord. I mean, this is how easy it is. You come and you say, Lord I just love you and God says, oh wow, he's a reward. Those that delight in the Lord. That's Psalm 37 verse 4. Verses 4. Those that seek kingdom and his righteousness, all things shall be added. Matthew chapter 6 verse uh, 3. God will give you reward for loving your enemies. Did you know that? Luke chapter 6 verse 35. In Psalms eleven eighteen, God will give you a reward for walking in integrity and honesty. Everything we do, first of all, walking in integrity and honesty, it actually benefits you. But even that God says, I will reward. Today, I want to finish with that, with with, with this is, uh, what are you giving God to reward? <clears throat> what are you giving God to reward? There's a lot of things that you have done to the uh, for the Lord, in His namesake, for Him. But I want to challenge you, and I want to encourage you this year to put yourself out there, and to work for the Lord, to do things. Maybe it will not be seen by men and you, maybe it will not be on the stage. It will not be applauded. But those things, especially those things that are not recognized by men. They have like, you know, like cards, uh, you know, like the rewards cards. They have certain categories. If you go groceries, you get extra 5%. If you shop, at if you put a few at certain gas stations, you get uh, times 3% uh uh or or extra three point three uh, percent points you know what i'm talking about okay maybe i'm the only one that's using credit cards <clears throat> now you gotta utilize those 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 are those are good you gotta do them properly though but listen there are things that when things are done with the proper motive for god and away away from the seeing eye god says i'm gonna times that by 10 I'm going to times that by 30, I'm going to times that by 60, by 90, by a hundred times when we do things as unto the Lord. Amen. I want, I want, I want to challenge you today and I want to encourage some of you because some of you are, some of you, you you've grown tired and weary serving God, serving the church, serving, come volunteering especially if your job is hidden somewhere away from the seeing eye in the kid zone, uh, behind a computer, uh, switch and slide so everybody can sing along, doing a soundboard, doing lights, doing broadcast behind, doing live stream, preparing these videos and shooting them so you can laugh and have a good time and know the, what's coming up and the announcements. And a lot of times all these things get done and when we, when we, when we are in this cycle, we do it, we do it, we start with like yes, you know, uh, we're excited to do it and then for some time we just we just grow weary, we grow discouraged and God wants to encourage you today. Listen, I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. He will not pass you by. He will locate you. He will locate your family. He will locate your marriage. He will locate your children. I've shared this story many times. It's a uh, pro- personal to our family story. <clears throat> when we were when we were um, as, uh, when we were as uh, missionaries in Russia that's right. Like, just thinking ahead of myself right <clears throat> when I say we my parents I was three four years old just had to tag along couldn't didn't have any other option and <clears throat> started many different churches and then we settled in one particular location and uh it was a difficult life it was difficult there was times where for months as a family we would live on water and noodles not even butter to put into noodles to make them not stick and and, and it was it was a difficult life Living on $100 a month, supporting a church with that, buying equipment for the church and supporting a family of six was difficult. And my parents, they tried their best. Um, and at some point on top of it, we began to take, and again when I say we as my parents, uh, to take drug addicts into our house to help them to rehab because my dad had this a desire and vision to, to open a rehab center. In that place, drugs are a very, very big, de- very big problem there, especially with, especially with young people there. Um, drinking is like normal. Nobody wakes up, I don't think, without getting a shot of vodka in Russia. But <clears throat> drugs are a very big problem. And like bad drugs, like shooting them up, you see skin falling off and things like that. And so we wanted to help those people because society didn't want to deal with them. So we took them into our house. We got robbed. We got stolen from Because you can imagine when these people go through withdrawals uh people screaming and yelling there's nights we couldn't sleep and and my dad would go down uh downstairs we we, as a family stayed upstairs and pray with them sometimes for hours until those the 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 withdrawals and uh you know would go away and and we would see people getting set free people getting saved those people and some of them were married have children and serving the lord some of them are pastors right now i mean great things that, that that that's that took place right then we come here to united states and uh And sometime into being here my one of my one of my brothers he went in high school he started smoking weed and then got hooked into heavier drugs and his got so bad that he practically lost his mind. Um, I mean he could have not he would come to the door and 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 he would not understand that he need to turn a knob to open the door. I would tie his shoelaces because because he he lost the concept of how to do these things. I would go with him to court when judge would ask him questions he just you would not be able to respond or go on on tangents and talking about other things and it seemed like the Lord forgot the things that my family did to help other families to get out of drugs and for 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 years my parents would pray we would pray as a family the church prayed and we cried out say Lord help us Lord rescue us if if you don't come he's gonna die any moment And then at one, at one point, there's a ministry that would go visit in, in, in uh, in Africa, in Nigeria that moved very powerfully in deliverance and, and uh, in healing. And so uh, we decided to see if we can send him there. Maybe there is, we understood that this, in his case, God was his last hope. That's it. There was, nobody else can help him. His mind was fried completely. And maybe perhaps God will have mercy, will deliver him and heal him because that's, he needed both of those things and uh, I couldn't travel with him so we put one of my friends and thank God for friends. He tried to travel with him. You can imagine how it is to travel with somebody for 30 hours like that on a plane. Someone in Amsterdam, he loses him, he leaves the airport, gets lost somewhere in Amsterdam. There is a six-hour layover. we all praying who knows what. He makes it back high as a kite. You know Amsterdam, they love that kind of stuff there. Um, somehow passes through security, gets on time on the the plane and makes it to Nigeria and Africa. There the man of God begins to pray for him, he receives deliverance, he receives his healing and and then that man, I mean this guy has a mega church, he sees people of high profiles, kings, queens, presidents and all this stuff, he takes him as his own son into his home and cares for him for one year. To help him completely recover and establish him. When you would think why that's such a random act right such a random act somebody in Nigeria you don't know some pastor of, of, of that and he would take it but I want to tell you that God sees everything. The thing that our family did for others God says okay it's time I'm going to repay back and do it for your family. Every time we stay here And what Jacob led today we pray Lord save those that don't know you. Lord save those little that you know as you're praying for God to save those that you don't even know God will begin to save your family. I believe that this year 2021 will be a year of salvation in our families. Now come on somebody if you agree with me. Every time we pray and fast Lord we want revival. We want people that are on drugs being set free. We want people that are lost being found. Lord we want those that are that that completely walked away from you. Lord we want them. Lord we're praying for those that nobody's praying for. Those prayers don't go in vain. Those prayers are collected. Those things are rewarded by God. Some right away, some in in few months or a year, some even next generation. Today I stand here and I preach the gospel. Today the Lord is using me to heal people, to deliver people, to speak prophetic words and destinies get unlocked and God is doing great things and God is going to do greater things but I understand that it's not my doing. I am a reward of my parent, of my parents and I am reward of my great grandfather who died as a martyr for Christ. You look at our family and you see most of them are serving the Lord, most of, mo- most of them are doing great things. You think this is an accident? You think this is just because we were lucky, we were born on the right side of the tracks? No, it's because God rewards those that seek Him. God rewards those that seek Him. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.